Hey everybody, Jay Shlansky here from the Fifth Trooper Network. I just want to take a moment to thank you for checking out this show. Did you know that over at thefifthtrooper.com we have tons of other content, including blogs, other podcasts, all kinds of stuff. In addition, if you want access to exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper and join at any level and you'll get access to uh, exclusive blog articles, access to our private Discord, and much more. So please, Check us out, and thank you so much for all your support. Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Matt. What's up, gentlemen? Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. It's Monday. And better than ever. It's Tuesday for it's some Tuesday of us. Tuesday, yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, coming to us from Scandinavia somewhere. What time is it like? Norway time? specifically. Okay. Yeah. Number something in the World Team Championships. Nice. Them, I think yeah. doing at least just as well as the states, or or better, what much like. better than than Canada, who didn't even show up. So <laughs> I'm, I'm abandoning Canada, and I'm all aboard the bandwagon of Team Norway now. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, you and Timbo, like, where where where's the where's the representation? Uh long story, but uh, yeah, I'll have to get into that here. <laughs> Next I think you year, probably perhaps. could have still played for team canada i mean lucas played for team usa and he currently lives in germany so yeah, dude. just been sole representative as i say maybe maybe next year i'll kind of read the waters see who has a better chance and just kind of maybe try to auction myself off try to get the best <laughs> price possible between countries and hey maybe i can pretend to be italian or something if if they need it i i can be a mercenary for hire why not there you go Get yourself an agent, maybe, um, mm-hmm. you know, see Just, the shop around a little bit. They won't be able yeah. to give you orders if that's the if that's the case. Hey, this guy, <laughs> this guy. Unless they take underworld connections. There you go. Gotta uh, have the allies of convenience going on here. That's right. I'm still waiting for a unit to actually have that printed. That isn't mall or oh, or like whatnot. actually on the card. Like yeah. I felt like Ahsoka was going to be a perfect spot for it, and then she didn't get it. So I don't know if or when we'll ever really see that. But Charles Saxon has it too, right? Yeah, I think he does. It's more not not shadow collective wave of guys yeah, like yeah. just normal ass units in other stuff that are non shadow collective specific. Uh, I think thematically the issue there is you have to have someone who has like a. A reason to be ordering around a lot of different types of mercenaries like there's there's plenty of examples of random characters giving orders to like specific mercenary groups but then they i guess they would just have that affiliation right whereas like maul and gar saxon specifically kind of just collect together you know For sure. and, Black Sun and uh, whatever um so it's yeah i i feel like the bar for that keyword thematically is pretty high for things that are not like a pure mercenary battle force if that makes sense yeah for sure but i think too it uh 
for you know you think of some characters like all the operative jedi and you know cassians and idens those kinds of characters i can see reason in the future why we might want it on a unit it might be useful and thematic enough but we don't want to give them a command slot so they just get it innately yeah um fulcrum ahsoka is maybe on the borderline thematically but like i don't think there'd be too many I think if we uh, ever get Saw Gerrera, he's the character that is most likely yes. to be oh, in a faction and so. actually have that printed on his card, I think. I want Saw so badly. but I could definitely see that. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get him at this point. Hey, man. Hold out some hope. Andor, mm-hmm. Andor is a real thing that's presently happening as we speak. I'm sure that they're hard at work making us corpos and other random stuff what's the what's the guy that uh scars guard plays i forget his name oh i'm terrible with names uh man if the show wasn't like a year ago i definitely wouldn't have this immediately ready he's like my he might be my favorite star wars character of all time he's pretty good if you don't want spoilers turn the show off right now but um <laughs> like the speech he gives oh my in the in the hallway where he's like I give up it's just oh my god that was that was touched my heart well and that like back to back with the prison break um that might be like the best some of the best 10 minutes of Star Wars in existence mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, a lot of that show I, I would say sure. that show yeah. probably has a, a couple of the best hours. It didn't stories. have enough yeah. Clone Wars cameos and tie-ins, though. That's what would have really put it over the top. I will say that was the only really and, great thing about Ahsoka. <laughs> and more fetch quests as well. That too. Uh, I'm slowly trying to work my way through Ahsoka, but uh, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's oh, you, so you, haven't, you haven't made it all the way through yet? No, I wanted to wait because I wanted to finish watching Clone Wars Season 7 first. Yeah, that's I fair. took forever to watch Clone Wars Season 7, because when mm-hmm. I initially painted Clone Wars, I was painting and not really paying attention. So I was like, rewatch all of Clone Wars, the essential stuff, not everything. Rewatch that, then rewatch Clone Wars Season 7, then watch Ahsoka. And I don't watch a lot of stuff, so it took a while. But Clone yeah. Wars is a good thing to have on while you're painting. It yeah. is nice, yeah. It's very, I don't know, quick hits. It's, yeah. I consider it an achievement that I watched the entire thing. Like, not the abridged, you know, these are the episodes that you should watch, but the whole you, thing. You haven't watched um, the whole thing more than once? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I have more appreciation um, for, for the pikes and such in, in, in Legion and uh, yeah. the Black Sun and all that Shadow Collective stuff having seen it. So so it, it has good uh, side benefits as well, I would and say. And Anakin. Like yeah, Anakin is so much better in Clone Wars. Oh my than gosh! In the movies, it's not yeah. close. No, not close. Yeah. The Clone Wars is what Anakin should have been. Yeah, 100%. in the movies instead of a whiny. Yeah, what he is. In fairness, <laughs> Matt, how far are you in Ahsoka? Oh, only like three or four episodes, I think. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. hey, you can say whatever the heck you want. Uh, I was just gonna fine. say it's, that statute of limitations has passed. The, the Anakin and Ahsoka was much better than Anakin in the movies, I thought. That, that was Clone Wars Anakin. That was Clone Wars Anakin. That's one but that's it was Hayden Sanka. Christian. It was live right? action which Clone was, Wars which Anakin. Was, which was awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, 
All right. So a couple of news items today. The first is just that it, for the World Championships, well, I guess not the World Championships, but more specifically for Legion at Adepticon, uh, they have gone and added more spots. They, they doubled the size. It was 32, right? So Previously. they doubled the size of the 32-player Swiss event that was that is being run concurrently with the LCQ. Yes, and the LCQ is 64 players. Right. I believe the LCQ is 64 yeah. players and is handing out for they're handing out one invite per 16 players. They have not committed mm. to four, notably, and there has been kind of subtle suggestions that the player count for that event may increase, but has not yet. But they did just increase, they doubled the size of the Swiss event that's running concurrently with it, I think, yep. on, on like Thursday or Friday of last week. Yeah. They've also, I think, also not explicitly said, but implied that the size of that Swiss event could potentially increase if enough people get on the wait list. And I also heard, and again, uh, this is not from any, you know, th this is like th third hand, so I could be misquoting this, but I also heard it implied that they could look at a Saturday Swiss event if there's enough interest in the Thursday Swiss event. So if that's something you want to do, and I know that there was a community effort to basically like try and organize standard format Legion on Thursday and Saturday, um, so there's definitely interest. If if you're one of those people that wants to play standard format Legion on Thursday and or Saturday, I would encourage you to go waitlist for the Thursday event to kind of like reinforce the fact that that's a thing that people are interested in. So, um, yeah, and I I would encourage um, it would be maybe good to know just from like a like if you, it, my understanding is that the waitlist for the event was actually full before they expanded it the first time. So you couldn't actually sign up on the original waitlist. Um, if you can't sign up for the waitlist, I don't know, like ping somebody in the Adepticon chat and let them know in the discord, you know, yep. you did ping the TOs and the event organizers and let them know you're interested um, because they won't know otherwise. Right. Um, Yeah, and I would uh, also just check again in a few days because of how yeah. the Adepticon waitlist works. Basically, they give, you know, wh whoever's currently being notified that there's a spot, like five days to pick up the spot. And then if they don't do it, then they move on to the next person on the waitlist. So sometimes there's like a time lag between, you know, if the waitlist is full, people filling into the main, main event and then a waitlist spot opening up. So, um, yeah, I would just also like check back again in a few days. But yeah. Uh, I would encourage people to sign up for that waitlist for the Thursday Swiss event and just sort of broadly make known that that's something that you want to do because um, it looks like it could actually result in some schedule changes, which is what people wanted. So, yeah. It would be great to see. I feel like I, I was pretty on the ball with Adepticon registration this year, but it was already uh, all full by the time I uh, was signing up, which is which is good especially when it's only 32. So yep. if there's interest, yeah. If if you were like me potentially and you didn't have the option to sign up initially, like, yeah, the wait list is the way right now. And then hopefully. Yeah, I got in on the wait list. 
um because i also was too slow like that 32 person event when it was the first 32 people filled up like immediately yes it um, did i'm one of them yeah but i got on the wait list and i got i got let in when they expanded the size so i would encourage folks to to go do that and maybe yeah. they'll expand it again who knows I, I'm really excited to see if they put uh, like a Saturday or Sunday Swiss event together because I would love to not bring my Lord of the Rings stuff. That would be really swell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My current plan, if there is no like official thing on Saturday, if I get bounced on Friday, is to just like find some people to play a board game with or something because flying yeah. with multiple armies, at least for me, is a pain. <laughs> oh, it's not <laughs> but... fun at all. Yeah. Um and there's plenty of good board games out there too. But there uh that's a defeatist attitude. We're all gonna be playing on Saturday in the world championships, right? Um <laughs> all right, indeed. Yeah. indeed, indeed. That's yeah. Uh okay. So that is Adepticon News. We also had the World Team Championships last weekend in Granada, Spain. So that was 16 teams. 16 teams. Of four players each, which uh, is a little awkward for reasons. We'll talk about the format a little bit. Um, USA sent three teams, and uh, they did pretty well overall. Um, France won the event. So congratulations to France. Uh, Za, who was the, I think he's like ranked number two or something on ELO globally. Um yeah. He's the 14 activation Ewok player, and uh, he he led the French team to victory. I think he went six and zero. So he, he did. He did. Yeah. Congratulations to the French. Uh, Vive la French. Vive la France. People of French. Yeah. Um, Vive la French. <laughs> um, and uh, I I'm told that the standings on Game Uplink, other than obviously the French winning and it looks like Germany also finished second. So congrats to the, the Germans as well. Um, that the, they don't, they had some paper recordings going on and like the tie breaks that they were using for the tournament were not the same necessarily as what's on game uplink. Um, I was told that USA finished third and fourth. There were, there were two of the three USA teams had were four and two. Um, and I don't know what tie breaks they used, but that's what I was told. So if that's true, congrats to USA for going third and fourth as well with two of their three teams um if that's not true you guys are still awesome um so <laughs> but less so. <laughs> less, just less not awesome. Quite as awesome yeah um uh yeah so the format was a little awkward uh because there were only four players per team for basically logistical reasons as i understand it something with how the hotel booking worked it was only like two players allowed per room uh which is four players per team because each team got two rooms but of course if you're doing a team format that is an even number which makes it super awkward for tie breaks basically they decided i think to make the captain game the tie break which effectively means that the captain game counts for double yeah it means if you lose the captain game you have to sweep your opponent you got to go three and oh in your other games yeah, yeah. Um, um, which which happened a couple times but not 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 a great format no. yeah so hopefully next year they figure out a way to make it so that they can have three or five players on a team um five is nice with five uh 
factions yep. available to just kind of go that route. Yeah. Keep the keep the variety. Uh just just so we're There's clear, mercenary there is a faction. Factions. Mercenary is a faction. It's this a is faction. on the forums. They said Din comes with a mercenary thing on the box and a mercenary token because that is his faction. Not, it is a faction. We can, we Shadow can Collective is not can, a faction, but can, Mercenary is a faction. Mercenary is a faction. Yes. Or I, I guess it. you could say more accurately, you can make a list without a faction, and by default, that makes it a fifth category. You could do that. There's just no way to make a mercenary list without special rules because you couldn't hit any unit minimums. Yeah. Well, and, you know, at least this year, uh, World Team Championships treated mercenaries as a faction because you had mm -hmm. to have, I think you had to bring five lists. And I don't know exactly how that worked with like deciding oh, funky. how those got played, but you had to bring one list for each quote unquote faction. So, um, yeah, if it was five players, then that would work out perfectly. You have one one player that plays each would, faction. Would work so. great. Yeah, it definitely would be nice to kind of have having one player's games count for double, but then also having that not be a matchup that can be manipulated at all. Like I get you don't want to have like that to be too skewed in, in favor of one team or the other through the matchmaking process, but it takes a lot of the luster out of the the team format, I would say. As someone who enjoys team format through through YBTL and whatnot, um having equal having everyone on kind of the same playing field. But then also the pairings is the most important part. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes these sort of team championships unique. So to kind of throw that out the window for the most important match is a little uh, unfortunate. But hey, if it's what you got to do with, with the constraints of the tournament, then so be it. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully mm -hmm. they, they get to do odd number of players last year. What do you guys think? Because I don't think we've really talked about this extensively mm. on this cast yet what do you guys think of the 14 activation Zoss style ewok list i mean uh, i think i it's it's hard because i haven't um i haven't gotten a chance to to really put it through the ringer myself so i i can't speak from enough firsthand experience but it's one of those lists that is kind of a uh pass fail test i think in a sense of you you gotta have an answer for it and there's just going to be some lists that don't have answers for it i would say especially um in this meta where you might be very you know skewing for something like a if you're looking at a, a some sort of clone list you're looking at something that's very different with fewer wounds that are much more high quality and getting around defensive tech versus preparing for that, but also preparing for Ewoks where you just need volume and uh, as, a, as a main thing, then it can be tough. So I, I think it's it's something you got to consider right from the list build, building. It's hard to, if you, if you don't have the required stuff, it's hard to make it work sometimes once you get to the table. Um, I, I sort of, I don't know. Um, I have mixed feelings about it. I haven't lost to it yet. But I mean, like I can see a situation where someone that's really skilled with it could make your life really difficult. 
Um, haven't really felt that yet, frankly. So, like, I'm not – I don't know. I think it's hard to pilot for sure. Um, and I think that in order to pilot at a high level consistently against, like, metal lists, you got to really know what you're doing. Um, Zah clearly knows what he's doing. You know, like, I just – I don't really know what the French meta looks like generally as far as like what he's normally playing against and stuff. Um, so, so like, I don't know, maybe he's doing something that the 14 act Ewok players over here aren't, you know, like as far as like how he's playing the game. Um, I, I think uh, for me, it's one of the things, I think the hardest thing with the list is getting all the Ewoks in, into combat at the same time like if you don't do that you're kind of it's just not i don't know it's just a lot of stuff to to hit home in a synchronized mm -hmm. fashion like 14 x to synchronize 14 activations is really uh, i don't know and they're also like not all the same right right that's, you know, that's sort of what i mean it's, it's it'd be one thing if they were like you know the wookie list it's like we're all Wookiees. Go forth and do go forth, my minions, and charge them. Mm. You know, and like, you know, you've got the slingers, you've got the Ewok dudes with the the axes. You've got a couple of them that have charge, which makes them more important. And like, not all of them have charge, so you kind of have to play your cards right with that. And then you also have the um, is it a three pip that gives them relentless? I don't know. One one of their command cards gives yeah. gives the like a couple units relentless. And you got to time that well. Like there's some timing based things outside of just like positional stuff that where you got to be in the right place and trigger the correct cards, and your opponent's got to kind of not understand that it's coming. I, I don't know. Um, and you've got five characters to manage, and you've got a bunch of characters to manage, right? Um, I I think like. I don't know that that list. I think on its own has access to what like twelve, maybe fourteen different command cards, maybe more um, that it can possibly take. It's all the Ewok ones, the Rebel generics, all of Han card, all of Han's cards, all of Leia's cards, both of Chewie's cards. That's like it's eight between the non Ewok characters. Wicket's got. Does Wicked have three cards? Wicked has three. I believe so. Wicked's yeah. got another three. So, like, I don't know. There's just a lot of options. Yeah. Is what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. In like, um, the, yeah, you can build it like a bunch of different ways. I actually built a 14 act Ewok list the other day, just like kind of messing around that actually has three full commandos in it. Um, which is a little bit more up my alley personally. Are you allowed yeah. to take three? Commandos, I think it's. I thought it was is, max two. Is is it max two? I don't know. Then yeah. I broke uh -oh. the list build. Uh oh, cheats. I mean, cheats, I didn't. Cheats. I didn't actually play it. I just yeah, like, that yeah, shows yeah. you how much like I actually. Um, I don't really play rebels. Yeah, uh, I think it's, I'm I think curious. It, it is with zero that zero list concept because sure. I obviously a lot of these, uh, lists are running three PO, but also you know the the other Ewok commanders or even Han is not especially durable. Yeah. Um, and with how objective focused it it is, 
how badly I wonder how badly bounty can mess it up um or maybe maybe it doesn't maybe maybe they've got the workarounds I'm, I'm sure um the yeah. regulars have have figured some stuff out but I think maybe partly is I don't know about you guys but I get the feeling that maybe kind of bounty hunters are less prevalent than they once were um they are which helps a bit there because you know one one Bosk shot or one Boba shot and three PO's gone. Like e- just even instantly. with Guardian, yeah, yeah, it's the Guardian with the within and, and all that too. And you know he he's got infiltrate, so he can kind of get into a good spot. But bounty hunters can be quite mobile, and one VP can be a big deal to an objective skew list. I, I will say it's having played against it. Um, it is deceptively durable because mm-hmm. you have you have a lot of free tokens with with uh, Logray. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Protector Chewy to strip, you know, th- three crits off of a a given shot per turn. Sometimes six if you recover with them. Um, most of your units have low profile, which means that you're taking three hits off the top of most of your shots, and they. Other than the characters, they all have pretty high wound counts. So, it you know, it seems like stuff should just die. And it does if you can line up, like, out-of-cover shots or if you can use weapons with blast or something like that. But that's, like, pretty difficult, generally. It's narrow. Yeah, there's not um, a lot of that. Unless the table's super open. And, you know, that's... if If the qualification for, like anything is well if you're playing on a bad table it's fine then that's not good right so assuming like even like a neutral table um it's going to be pretty difficult to bypass that low profile unless you have certain specific keywords and even critical you know like obviously critical bypasses cover but not usually in like large quantities that's the thing you can't get a lot that's why i'm interested about bounty specifically because you don't have to chew through the entire list to to get your bounty you just have to get through one character uh sure. yeah for sure when you've but got you to gotta, that you gotta chew through chewy's wounds too yeah. if you're talking about yeah. chewing like sure. a bounty hunter um so particularly when chewy's got protector which he should oh he should always have protector yeah, yeah for sure um so yeah i will say that it is it is deceptively durable and it, it's it's one of those lists that like i i feel like either you have an answer for it in the form of a a significant amount of like large dice pools that have some kind of cover ignoring keyword or you don't. And, um, you know, Mike, you said you haven't had much trouble with him, but I think most, if not all those matchups have been with double arcs, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean like I, I'm definitely talking from like the only time I've played against them is competitively in a tournament setting. And I mean, I've, I've pretty much been running Yoda double arcs whole time yoda's great he just picks up ewoks for breakfast because yeah blast on his attacks like it, you know yoda at range killing like a full ewok unit it's like not super out of the question by himself um and so like i don't know uh and and that's i guess sort of what i mean i, th- I think that they're like i i think it's like a fairly even matchup in like the s tier meta that we're sitting in like i don't think 
it's not unbeatable. It doesn't feel unbeatable. Yeah. But I do think if if you're not playing a list that is like optimized and designed for competitive play, um, if you're playing something that's like more like average, it could definitely run you over without you being able to do much. It's kind of like a slightly watered down version of the same concept that Tauntauns used to be, mm-hmm. where they just, you know, at the end of the day, it's an objective focus list, but it's one mm-hmm. that is an objective focus list because you simply can't like stack up enough scoring units and or get to the physically reach the objectives mm-hmm. um, because there's just too many things. And uh, it's it kind of takes that concept and it, it it's not as like fast and in your face as tauntauns are, but it, it does it with just more like pure volume. For sure. And that 14x feels too more substantial even these days when there's less and less, you know, 10, 11 act lists. Yeah. It's one thing to out-activate by three, but it's another thing to out-activate by six. And that can that can make things harder. Um when you want to move up and take a shot and you know six units are going to go unanswered after you do. Yeah, no, I think, I think, and and this is where I see a lot of people blunder is that like when they're playing against it is that they, they don't manage their range bands properly at all, you know? Um, And, and I think of that probably that frankly, it goes both ways. Like, uh, the Ewok players that I've played against as well, like they don't, they don't super take advantage of the fact that they've got five activations on the back end and, and like can, you know, double move five, like just, just go for it. Right. Like your list is meant to do what kind of one thing once they're tapped out, just move five Ewok units into a place where they can get at them next turn and get ready to charge, you know? um i don't know i think that that's like very powerful and and frankly like i think people often when executing on the list are setting it up too late to make it effective um i i sort of and that's just kind of me i i look i haven't played it so i don't know what the most effective way to run it is but that feels to me like like what it wants to be doing right do you think mm-hmm. Do you think Geos will be able to kite him? Oh, yeah. I haven't actually done this matchup. I think Geos are going to um, destroy them, is what I think. This this Ewoks, and Ewoks specifically, I think Geos are going to wreck. I mean, Geos are very fast. They're very fast. I, they take away low profile. I played so, them over the weekend, not against yeah. the Ewoks. Um, Mike and I played a game over the weekend. <laughs> Oh, well, um, good for you guys! Great. Yeah, yeah. no, was... <laughs> that that doesn't happen very often. It does be, not. To be very not cool. not anymore. Not as much yeah. as it used to. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a major accomplishment, at least for me. But uh, they're they're very fast. They're made of. I mean, they they immediately die when they get shot. Yeah, unless you're rolling their saves, but. <laughs> It, yes, in this our game, weight I was better than my resurging red I mean, dice. Yeah, an Ewok spam list is not what's going to be lighting up Geos. No, 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 no. they I, they I, can't I, do much, especially like they're just 
the action economy just isn't there when the geos can move an extra time compared to you yeah being able to like oh the ewoks got within range two of me i'm gonna shoot you and then move back twice and then we're just in the same situation next turn (laughs) right it's just like that's not really gonna pan out Mm -hmm. for and i mean i i've i've played geos a couple times against ewok uh wookies as well lately and like really the only thing that changes that matchup is the fact that yoda can like guidance the wookies to like try and chase you down a little bit but you only can do that once right well the free dash would help a bit too right it does does. battle force like it but still it's a speed you know a four inch move versus a a six inch move yeah which is significant my point being is that the wookies are like way faster than the ewoks and like kiting Mm -hmm. the wookies was like easy peasy lemon squeezy it wasn't close in that regard i think it was a close game but like the kiting was it was was silly easy Uh, so yeah it turns out in a game where movement is very very important having a free movement very good pretty strong what if what if everyone was Maul? It's a, a very different game. Maul can't move three times though. Well, no, exactly. It's better than Maul. It's better yeah. than Maul. How how often are you using three actions on Maul where one of them isn't a move? Almost never. Almost never. Like, I will say there's been a couple Maul? times on Poggle where I've like I've like shot like handed an aim token to like another unit and then like like took a third action and then went like there wasn't a move and I'm like wait wait wait, wait, wait I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> Poggle's gonna dodge shoot yeah yeah um, like stand you, you yeah know, dodge shoot dodge you know, aim dodge shoot yeah somebody and I'm like oh wait I can't do that just, yeah <laughs> like, like, you just get used to taking three actions and kind of like yeah. in, like the shorthand. The shorthand of Geos is that you get three actions, but that's not actually what it is. When you play yeah. clones, do you just have an infinite pile of aims and dodges? Because you're just like, I'm so used to just having all the tokens I, I mean, want. sort so of. I'll just keep grabbing them, <laughs> keep grabbing them. It's fine. Yeah, it's. I'm sure I have one of those. I mean, who's exactly. really keeping Surges? track? Yeah, whatever. I got those. Um. Okay, so if you play, if you play Mike at Worlds, people, watch his hands. Be oh, careful. Yeah. Be very careful. <laughs> uh yeah i it was it was fun i'm not sure yet if it's good but it was very fun playing geos yeah they're just they're so fast i started painting mine today oh yeah 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 i um i'm not sure i'm like in love with my i'm in love with the wings okay Um, the wings that i did were like um they're like a dark so i painted them dark blue well, I painted them like a medium blue and then I I shaded them in and then I went over the um like the veins and stuff in it with like a neon blue. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks it looks really cool. But do you have one like no, with an I mean, reach? No, not with an okay. reach. I mean it's behind we'll, the we'll like, imagine. drying we'll on the thing. Imagine the... really good. Yeah. Um I'm intrigued because I really enjoy some when I have the opportunity to do so, painting like bright colors, yeah, and mm-hmm. Geonosians feel like a prime like a opportunity, opportunity for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm How not are you differentiating between squads 
I'm gonna do the wings different colors, I think, for every squad, and I'm gonna do the neon thing in a different because I feel like that I I guess my worry is sometimes when you it's like, yeah, this looks cool, but then when you have like whatever four of them next to each other and they're just like all different colors, then it can kind of be like, huh, that's a little weird, especially when you're super they're super bright. Yeah, I've also considered I'm not sure that's what I'm doing yet. I also think that like you could do their armor like a slightly different color. It doesn't take up a lot of the model. You're talking about uh, the little spiky things. Yeah, and they've got like a and then the loin br- They've got like a breastplate and yeah. like uh like a like a little light like right, but it's kind of shielded anyways. and harder to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can definitely like the the two things that come off their shoulders or whatever. Like you definitely could paint those a different color. Yeah, those are big. I mean, like they really you can they stick out pretty yeah. far. Um, and if you painted those a different color, even just by themselves, I think that would be that would be enough. Um, I think I'm probably gonna do because it looks like it's supposed to be some kind of metallic. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I just um, I'd like just dry brush that for yeah. And I might I think what I might do now that I'm we're talking through it and thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, I might put just like a colored ring around each one. Yep. I can see that. I considered doing like the um like the tips of the horn thingies, mm-hmm. a different colored ring. Yeah. And then they also have this little gemstone like on the front part. Uh and doing that the same color as like the whatever the tips of the horn thingies right, just are. For and then some cohesion. Maybe you put that color in like one more spot. One thing I noticed that they did that looked really cool in the like just on the official box paint job is they did like a little green osl thing at the front of the guns Uh, which um actually based on how these guns are it doesn't really look like it would even be that difficult because they have those nice little like spike things that stick out and then it's like like a recessed bowl in the middle so i think you'd essentially just have to paint that bowl and then the inside of the spike things Mm -hmm. which is which is like the easiest kind of osl you could do and i i feel like you know that's like a third potential like if you hit those three color points this is what i'm thinking sure. you know the the tips the tips of the armor spike things the gemstone and then the gun osl if those are all the same color on like a per yeah. unit basis i feel like that would be enough maybe not cool. especially if their skin is like a super bright color maybe that wouldn't work i don't know yeah. but they're they're a unit that if you want to put in some effort will look really good i think but also, if you want to just slam out a bunch of squads in anticipation for worlds, you can probably do pretty quickly with just you know some some dry brushing and, and contrast because yeah. of how textured the model is. Yeah, absolutely. I um yeah, it took me like about an hour to paint the one mini. Like I just did one today because I was like trying to figure out the paint scheme. Um, oh. I'm gonna end up batch painting them for sure, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not in love with the skin. I I went with like a kind of like a pale green, and I'm not in love with it. But the nice thing is that they're like it's all skin, so you can kind of like maybe do like different skin colors within the same squad, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And as much as this seems like a sidetrack, it is kind of relevant. This is honestly part of the reason why you got to solidify your world's list partly a decent time oh, in advance because it dope. is a very real consideration to just like sometimes even just acquire but then also paint all the models in time for uh for 
the trip to Adepticon. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, like, that's why I'm like pretty happy that like my my Yoda list is like all painted and ready to mm-hmm. go. You know, I'm just like it's it's all it's all it's all there and already. Um, but like that's also I've been trying to like backlog finish a bunch of my other factions so that i can stop worrying about that problem yeah. and mm-hmm. like just like pull them off the shelf and go the only faction i've got I haven't i can't do that with shadow collective or rebels yet but hey, I shadow collective it. isn't a faction man <laughs> Jesus. I, I just want to be clear i actually have the rule book open right here to appendix c mercenaries and battle forces um the rule and... book is only one source of rules the rules forum, <laughs> the rules forum <laughs> oh, okay all right so this must be like overrun where the rule book doesn't actually tell you what it does but the forums does yeah okay all right. yeah um <laughs> yeah i'm i th- i thought that i was so i'm basically at that point with all four factions at least like notionally but this is one of those situations where if i want to play the geonosian list that I think may be good. Uh, I will have to paint the entire thing, even though I have like an entire separatist droid army painted. Um, <laughs> all of the things that are in what I want to play are not things that I have painted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But I, I mean, like, if I want to play Inquisitors, which come out on March eighth, I think I'll be able to just play paint the two Inquisitors and drop them into like yeah. almost any other Empire list that I have yeah. pretty effectively. So. Um, it's nice to it's definitely nice to have that baseline built for up. sure yeah yeah i um i think my goal for this year is to um basically like i want to i want to do the geos i want to i want to do the wookies because i feel like i eventually gotta get that done because yeah. mm-hmm. i don't even have my wookies assembled right now um wookies are super easy to paint quickly yeah no doubt i have like the one squad of like rebel wookies i had yeah. from like you know three years ago or whatever but um yeah, those two, and then I gotta get Shadow Collective. I think I'm gonna put Rebels on the back burner because whatever. The trash. <laughs> they're not trash. They're just mm. in a weird spot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're just there. There are some good Rebelists. There yeah. are. Um, I think they're less all roundy. I think than the other lists in the meta right now. Yeah, like I That's... think. Yeah, that's fair. It's both hard to be very all roundy, I'd say these days with the kind of extremes that we're seeing, but also very critical to be all roundy. So it's a it's a tightrope walk. It totally is. Um, even even the Republic lists that I think are like probably the most all roundy. Like if you run into like a skew, like you can still have some serious issues, you know. Yeah, there's, I don't think there's a true all-rounder list that exists. No, right you now. can't. That's no. that's been my experience, and and I think over the years, I guess I've gotten more and more. I I used to always try to plan and build for every single matchup and to have no bad matchups. And while you still try to do that to an extent, I think there's a real worry sometimes of being a a jack of all trades, master of none. And at some point, you just have to say, hey. I have to take a risk on something. I'll take a calculated risk to have this bad matchup and just hope that I don't see it. Yep, absolutely. I mean, we're at the point where like 
there there's a lot of things that can be taken in any given tournament and like the the game is expansive at this point right and we're not we're not in the first world's meta of you know commander luke and boba fett <laughs> you know? yep. like, um, that's like all there was right you know um you know uh so yeah i don't know i mean um i also think there's not a best list right now frankly There are better and worse lists. There are. I think but, that there yeah, are a handful sure. of like better lists, like some S tier lists. I think there's probably like four or five that go into that category at this point. Um, but I think they're across like at least three factions or two factions and a, a mercenary thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. All right. So we are now what? Six weeks, six weeks out from from Worlds. Is that right? Pretty much, yeah. Ish. Hold up, calendar. One, two, three, four, five, six. By the end of six weeks, and but in about six weeks, we'll be arriving in Chicago. If if you guys had to, if worlds were tomorrow, and we'll, we can we can end with this this quick hit here. If worlds were tomorrow, what would you play? I'm sorry, you have asked a question of the um, the secret office of mike berry i am <laughs> i am out out of office for the next give eight, us give us weeks. give us your b list then if you want to like if you want to do not like have a... my my a b c d e or f list i'll give you my g list Cassian, okay Ahsoka. <laughs> there you go all right <laughs> that's fair coward um, coward i just i i feel uh i've painted too much of a target on my head the past few months i need to lay low so that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i i intend to acquire the keyword low profile and move on with my life i i think incognito even maybe yeah, inconspicuous. Inconspicuous. Really yeah. I don't think that's in the cards, Mike. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm doing what I can, right? Yeah. You just um, want to be walking down the other side of the battlefield. Help, help, I'm being R2. suppressed. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Uh, so, I don't, if it was tomorrow, I'd have to just choose something I have painted, obviously. I was, um, messing around a bit with a, a palp bosk list um which can be good i think its use case is too narrow though so i i think it's going on the scrap heap for now when it's when it's good it's great it's got bounty it's got some tricks uh but 
if the clone list has SA, you're feeling pretty bad. And it's I think real bad into that. that's the problem. It's like, that's the main problem. It's like against against the Yoda list, you're like, hmm, this is, this is going to be good, right? You can still chew up the core, which is not insignificant. Yeah. Um, but it's just not enough. Even, you know, you can do two, three attacks a turn and be getting three, four crits each attack pretty easily. Um, but into clones that's you know if you, you can't shoot their arcs then you're shooting their core and then you're getting maybe like two wounds through on four crits pierce one if they're rolling decently yeah not um, great. yeah and against it just doesn't have enough volume for ewoks so i want to try it i tried it i think in another lifetime you know an older version of of legion it could have been really good but these days, I just don't think there's enough. So I'm a bit, uh, I've got some ideas floating, but I need to to start grinding if I want to really solidify a list in the next couple of weeks here. I will say that that list specifically, I think was like, I think you're right. I think at the time where like, Boss came out after Palpatine, right? Yes, um, he came out in June 2019. Palpatine yep. was, I think, like November 2018. Yeah. Like that list should have been like probably top tier around that time, I think. Um, but nobody Pop. found it. Bosk and Sabine were out for like a month before Tons and Shores is the problem. But like, I think Bosk is really good into both of those matchups. And it was specifically a Boss Palpatine. Like, Palpatine deals with the Tauntauns extremely well, and Bosk just shreds the Shores. Oh, yeah, he rips them apart. Right. I mean, um, it's notable that in the in the heart of the Tauntaun meta, you know, LVO Palp won a lot. 2020. Uh yeah, Palp won a lot, eh? Um well a lot twice, right? Once by me, once by Luke Cook. So take take away what you want from that. But um one of those, you know, when Luke won LVO, it was Palp and he faced Bosk in the final. So mm -hmm. And Bosk had Hunter, and then he had a bunch of Shores also with Hunter. <laughs> there was like six copies of Hunter. That was Kyle Crosser. It was clearly like intended as an anti-Tauntaun list, and it worked. Yep. Um. So, yeah, Bosk has been has been good for a while. I've always Bosk loved, is good loved and me some Bosk. But help yeah. is kind of like Han in the sense of like yes, he still has at least one extremely good command card. Like that Palp two pip can still mess people up oh, especially yeah. the the number of times that i just you know got bosk in position to finish off a bounty and then just go first and say hey how about you go with someone else instead uh so that i can shoot this bounty guy is is high do you have that on palpatine uh seize the initiative on bosk which did oh, exist yeah, 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 yeah. for a right. little while yeah, so yeah. that was maybe Maybe that was part of why it didn't take it's, off. It's relevant. Right yeah. For sure. Yeah, there's um, a few upgrades in there. Seize, protector, barriers that, that didn't exist back in the day. But yeah. all the units are old-timey units. Versus speed. I Yeah, I ended up going with force push just because I think it, it's hard to to not have force push. Um, I've never liked but, it on Pelp. It's not great, but when you've got six units of Wookiees charging into your face. <laughs> yeah, I'm all of a sudden it boy. becomes a I'm necessity. A scared guy. 
or sure. 14 activations of Ewoks. Like, yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, force push defensive. I mean, I think, honestly, I think force push is much more of a defensive tool these days than an offensive one or whatever that is. It's always, it's always been more of a defensive tool, but it's, it's, ske- it's skewed more in that direction. I, I guess when to. I say defensive tool, I mean like specifically against melee threats. I feel like it has always been used defensively to like keep your Jedi alive, right? Um, sure. Yeah. I, I guess I've always viewed it that way first, but that could be just the style that I. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I'm with you, Kyle. I think we're similar in many ways, play style wise. And yeah. And that's how I would view it as well, traditionally. Um, if it If it were me. And World's World Tomorrow, I would just play Anakin Padme. It's painted. It's good. I got a lot of reps with it. It's good. It is a great list. As much as I'd want to do Yoda Padme, I don't have the reps with Yoda that I do with Anakin. Um, So, I also don't have two full arcs painted. I only have one full arc painted. Kyle. I know. I have... I have a list that I'm considering. I, I could spoil it here. Why not? Because it might be terrible. It okay. might be terrible, but I could take it if rules was tomorrow. Um, this was me just sitting around, um, which is because I was, because before, way back in the day, I was always like, man, back when Yoda was just seen in like bark lists or whatever, like weird objective lists, mm-hmm. I was like, man. I I love Yoda, but I don't like objective lists. So what if what if I could do a Yoda gun line, which didn't really come to fruition until arcs got changed? But now that's cool, and people are ready for it. So I have to stay one ahead again. So then I was like, well, you know what I like? I like Yoda and Chewie, but I also <laughs> like a gun line. So I'm I'm taking a look at a Yoda Chewie gun line, which is just a Yoda list, a Yoda gun line list with a couple extra tricks. Um, do you have to drop Padme for that? You yes. can get, you can keep Padme, but you've got to drop an arc. You've got to drop arcs. So instead of oh, having arcs, yeah. you've got Chewie. Who, okay, yeah. And, and I beef up the core, so I've got uh, two six man P ones with uh, DC fifteens and medics, who are kind of fulfilling the arc role. Yeah, you okay. definitely can do that. I think um, losing the sharpshooter. Is tough. It, losing 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 lethal is big. I think I think right? like, well in the in the free aim tokens, right? Like part of the yeah, reason. Well, yeah, so and like the free the, the free aims is kind of like generally you get one from the t- you know if you're move shooting and that goes to the the lethal, but it doesn't have yeah. to. Um so yeah, that's for sure a big loss. But Chewie is Chewie has native pierce if you need it as well. You've still got Echo in there not in a full squad so you lose you definitely lose stuff in the exchange but it allows you to potentially be a little bit more aggressive with yoda and it opens up some some new objective plays with the piggyback so again i don't know if it's good um you might just get casually stomped on by the people who are planning to stomp on yoda arcs anyways um hard to say it's interesting being able to jettison Yoda across the board is like still very good. Like, yeah, pretty good. I mean, like, especially it's yeah. like, hey, I either shoot Chewie, who has red saves and can get force barriered, or I shoot Yoda, who has 
red saves, dodges, and can get guardianed. It's kind of and can get guardian with red saves. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tif- it's difficult to do any damage to either of them on that turn. Mm-hmm. Unless you have IG eighty eight, and then you just smoke Chewy and watch Yoda sit there. That's what I love to do, but it's been a long time <laughs> since I played IG eighty eight. Yeah. All right. Well, any final thoughts, gentlemen? I know this was a little bit of a grab bag topic episode, yeah. but so I think the big short news week. Yeah, you, you you gotta be you know you don't have to have your list fully solidified today or anything, but um, for maybe people who who haven't gone through this process before, like figure out something sooner rather than later, because it's better to have a slightly unoptimized list with more reps. And you're not, you know, rushing to paint it, I'd say, then the, you know, March 10th or, you know, 16th being like, you know what, I'm going to try this and like play it twice and then take it to worlds. Um, I think knowing your list in and out has value in and of itself above, you know, maybe swapping in the right, a bit better unit or a bit better tech. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll probably show up cold with something I played once. But. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, hey, I've done it too. I've done it a lot, and that is probably what I'm gonna do. That there's always lists in the back pocket where it's like I've played this, you know, many many times. So if 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 all else fails, just go back to old reliable. I feel pretty confident. I'm gonna have far more reps this time than i ever have had before <laughs> it is nice. uh, my little, little little play group we've developed in uh college park is we get a lot of games and yeah i'm jealous yeah <laughs> you guys are like just slightly too far away from me to make it something that i could do regularly yeah but yeah. you will yeah, every thursday yeah every thursday college park it's it's like a two-hour drive after work i know if I know. in traffic to, yeah yeah um but yeah <laughs> um all right well we are the notorious scoundrels i'm kyle i'm mike i'm matt stay fresh cheese bags boom shaboom